Isa Akam, Snikmintun. Come here, my relatives. Welcome to Shalda Speaks. It is June 30th, 2021, and this will be our first episode of season two of the podcast. I'm going to start uh, changing something up a little bit. I'm going to switch over to shorter uploads so that they're easier on me and I think also easier probably on the audience to be able to sit down in a short period of time and listen to. Today, we're going to talk about creator of the Twilight Zone, Rod Serling. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, what's up? I got, I don't know what your username is. You used to be Jewish Cupcakes, but. Yeah, I, I still go by Jewish Cupcake, but Jewish cupcakes. Um, for, for a brief, it's TJC, but my friends call me Cupcake. All right. Uh, welcome to Sheldo Speaks. Sheldo, in a nutshell, was a maternal ancestor from the Cowlitz tribe. It's a Coast Salish tribe. It's um, cool. And Speaks is why it is like, because it's a podcast and, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, this is actually the second season. It's like about, it's been like a one year anniversary since I've started doing this. Oh, congrats. Yeah, thanks. Philosophy. I want to talk a, bit, a little bit about that. Uh, what, what's like I a like philosoph philosophy? What's a philosopher that you really enjoy a lot? Mm, I have to think. I just read uh... about the color red in Buddhism symbolizes achievement, wisdom, and then it said virtue fortune and dignity and virtue is you know associated with moral ethics and stuff if you're to say like utilitarianism virtue ethic kantian ethics is there one that you you really like a lot that you favor i i don't favor any specific philosopher from one of my personal idols that i favor quite a lot did you know that i'm obsessed with the with the twilight zone oh the, yeah, the the original 1959 to 1963 series. Yeah, yeah, the original. The the creator, Rod Serling, for some background, I've been obsessed with him since I was like nine years old. He's genuinely one of the best people who ever lived. But he was he was a Jewish man. He he fought in World War II. He was anti censorship. He was um, an activist for civil rights. He was a former boxer, a former radio show host. And just a genuinely great person and screenwriter. And there are two philosophies of his that I really like a lot. And they're ones I follow every single day. The first one is that Rod Serling believed that humanity's greatest threat and enemy was itself. And it explains why most of his episodes in the Twilight Zone are about human nature. I think he said in an interview once, the issue with modern television and like horror in general at the moment, so 1960s, is that writers try to scare you with what humans could be instead of scaring you with what humans are, which is what Rod tried to accomplish in his writing, which he absolutely did. It, it's spine chilling. I think it, this was a UCLA. It, it was, I think it was 1962 as well. People ask me, can anyone write? And I think absolutely. Writing and art is a very God-given skill, but it's up to the individual to sharpen it and add precision to it. I, I think that's a really good way to put it. I like that a lot. Yeah, really great guy. Honestly, one of my favorite people. Fun fact, Adventure Time wouldn't even exist without Rod Serling. Because really? He yeah. I was going to retell the story because it's an amazing story. And I think everyone who enjoys film, television, cartoons, everyone should know who he is. He fought World War II. He really hated Nazis. But he didn't get sent to Germany or Europe. He got sent to Japan instead. And his sergeant said he had the fighting spirit, but he didn't have strength. 
he, he often got lost in the forest. So after World War II, he started writing for television. It's post-World War II, so the propaganda for America is still up and going. I think he wrote a skit for television, like a bit or something, about a rocket. And um, he turned the script in. It got changed to like a courtroom scene or something, and he Ugh. went to and he went up to his producer and he's like, "What the spaghetti?" No, I, I I didn't I didn't write this. And the producer's like, "Oh, the network said that we had to change it because it would look bad to the American gas company." And he's like, "Oh well, that's Ouija. okay." So that's when he started getting ticked off about censorship. Yeah, imagine. and then the final straw for him, and to show how based he was, he wrote a little. Like a, like a short story, like a little bit for television again, about a little black girl who liked adventuring. And again, he turned the script in. It got changed instead to Nancy, the little N-word. And he went up to his producer. Oh. He's like, what the f-? He's, he's like, what the f-? I, I like, I do, I do not want my name attached to this. I don't support this prejudice. I'm quitting. Ouija. I TV sucks anyways. Um, and then he made okay. the Twilight Zone out of out of pure spite. He, he was like, TV is boring. I want to spice it up a little bit. So then he wrote The Twilight Zone. And the reason a lot of shows today, like American Horror Story or The X-Files, or just any fantasy-based storytelling like cartoons, the reason those wouldn't exist today is because Rod Serling was the first person to formally introduce and scope out the landscape of fantasy-based sci-fi storytelling. Oh. Because before then... The only real types of fantasy storytelling were novels, but Rod Serling said, Ouija. let's move to a visual medium, and he yeah. was based as hell. And Alfred Hitchcock also did the same thing, but with on um, film, with his films like Psycho and Vertigo and um, Suspicious and all that. R- really amazing guy, honestly, and everyone should know about him. Yeah, that's why, because Adventure Time is this one really long, yeah. like the whole thing is this, a continuous story. Sometimes you don't get that in, in shows, but when, when you do... The of consciousness. There's a really good quote by him to describe the Twilight Zone. This is in my favorite interview from Rod Serling. When asked to describe the Twilight Zone, he said, in quote, The Twilight Zone is, in essence, an imaginative, an imaginative itinerary of storytelling in which we utilize bases of fantasy, science fiction, neo-cult, extrasensory perception, anything that is imaginative, wild, in normal bound storytelling, if a man is on top of a building and it's burning, of necessity he has to crawl down either a ladder, a skylight, or is rescued by a helicopter. But in the Twilight Zone, he grows wings and flies off. And I think that is like a, like the perfect way to describe what the show is. Yeah. Super cool, dude. I, I, like I, I love that series. It it's super good. My favorite episodes are um, season one, Walking Distance which is actually based off of Rod Serling's own feelings to return to his happier days, is Five Characters in Search of an Exit, which was based off a short story that Rod Serling then adapted onto television as a teleplay. He's Alive, season four, episode four. It's just, keep in mind, this was post-World War II and um, Nazism and all that shit was like really, 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 really sensitive to talk about. But yeah. Rod Serling said, "Well, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the physical incarnation of hatred and bigotry, Adolf Hitler, and then I'm gonna kill the Nazi that's in this episode, because I'm so based. It's awesome. Yeah. It's an hour long, but it's super good. And then Nightmare as a Child, 
Death's Head revisited the obsolete man. This guy just did so much for television that a lot of people don't know about. He's a really awesome guy. Rod Serling was such an advocate for anti-censorship that at one point, if you ask people who grew up in like the 1960s, they might know Rod Serling as the angry man on television, which is a badass name to have for such a really good cause. Yeah, absolutely. He was born on Christmas, too. He, oh, he was wow. literally God's messenger. Yeah. It was his death anniversary two days ago. Man. Such a king. Oh. Personally, I think if you want to get into television or film or any sort of um, entertainment business, you need to know who Mr. Serling is because he's the reason a lot of things can be made today. What do you think it was with uh, his... He, I mean, he was in World War II and, and he's Jewish and he... Yeah. You know, they're Nazis. So I, I get why, you know, there would be interest in in, um, in racial equality. I'm curious about his his whole you know how there's like kantian ethics I, I wonder if he saw it as his personal duty of something if that's how he saw morality mm, like that, whether that, he, that's an interesting question yeah because kantian ethics is like the most moral one of the most moral wrongs is to use someone as a means to an end networks kind of use people to to get what they want and then they'll just do whatever they don't try to make it a mutual benefit they're just like okay whatever needs to happen in order for us not yeah. to get canned or something. I think that's kind of why he wrote and dictated the scripts himself. I also think that he thought that being anti-prejudice and being pro-civil rights and anti-censorship was just common decency because he was like most artists. He was a big believer in artistic freedom, you know? Like he, he grew up reading a lot of sci-fi novels and that's what got him into... You know, that's what got him to love the macabre and the weird and the creepy. But about the Nazi thing, just to put in perspective of how much he hated them, he refused to call them people, which I think is awesome. Makes, to Squeegee. makes sense. An episode of Adventure Time is actually inspired by an episode of The Twilight Zone. All the little people in season five. It's is based that... off of the episode of The Twilight Zone called simply Little People. Where everyone's has... like toys? Yeah, everyone's like toys. Oh, I love um, that episode. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I was like noticing the parallels a few months ago between those two episodes. The Twilight Zone plot is it revolves around the little people themselves versus not the Twilight Zone. Adventure Time's subversion of it focusing on Finn, the quote unquote god. Another subversion is that Finn fixes the problems he made. But in the Twilight Zone, of course, they just kill him. Oh. Because why not? Right, exactly. Oh man, that's pretty cool. I I, um, I thought when you said that, I was like, oh, is it just a total like rip off of it, uh, yeah, or like no. just just verbatim? And then, but no, they did their own thing with it, so that's very cool. All right, thanks for coming on, Jewish Cupcakes. Thank you for I, having me on. I really appreciate it. it. It's it's been really fun. I haven't had this much fun in a long time. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you guys you well. next time. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah.